This episode of the Good and the Bad and the Geeky podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. Audible.com, over 85,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of this show. Welcome out to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky, episode 147, the week of July 13th, 2011. I'm your host, Nick Nitro. Along with me, as always, is John Nathan, also known as DJ Meat. Hey, did you ever know? Yeah. Do you think that, even though that's a CeeLo song, that that sounds like Adam Levine from Maroon 5? It does sound a little bit, yeah. Which I find it kind of interesting because he was on The Voice with Adam Levine. Yeah. Yeah. That Even is. though the CD came out before. Right. You know, that is. I thought it sounded a lot, he sounds a lot like Adam Levine in this song. Yeah, that is a little weird. You hear that, isn't he? Adam Levine. When you, is Avril Levine's husband? No. Okay. Is his right. iPad off? I can't tell. It is. It. He oh. didn't hear it out. Okay. I just. He's the lead, Adam Levine's lead singer Maroon 5. Okay. Do you know who Maroon 5 is, Nathan? I thought they were singing the song, Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> 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 what? This heart is Yeah, this love is yeah. inside. That's what I was singing. You said goodbye so a many times before. Okay. So yes, I've heard Maroon 5. You know what? Okay. We, should, we should play that during the break. We're gonna play that during the break. This love, okay? Yeah, that's a good song. Okay. You know, I have a mashup of that song and um, yeah. By by uh, Usher. Okay. Oh oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. I I, I think it's on here. That's that's awesome. Hold on. Shit. God damn it, John. We are live. Ooh, I got it. Oh, good. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Yes. Big old segue. <laughs> okay. So, uh... <laughs> well, we have, a, we have a big show. We, it's mailbag day. Yay! Oh, mailbag day. And, uh, we're Not gonna... Less mailbag. Day. Right? I know, right? 
Oh, sh- goddamn iTunes. What are you doing? Um, I'm queuing up the Wilfred clip. Oh, okay. And what we'll do is uh, we'll play that here in a bit. And uh, if you listen to the podcast, we'll have a clip where I interview Louis C.K. as well. Mm-hmm. But this is a, I, we do a conference call, and I don't get to ask too many questions with Elijah Wood and Jason Gaughan, the guys who start from Wilfred. But uh, you'll hear that here in a bit. But uh, how was everybody's weekend? Weeks, I guess I would say. Mine's going pretty good. You're going pretty good? Yeah. I started another class. Oh, yeah? Well, you've mentioned this before, Nathan, but... I did. You also uh, are the lead in a in a play. Fuck yeah! Musical, musical, musical dumbass. Musical play. A I'm musical sorry, play. you didn't deserve that. that Goddamn yeah. right. Come on, Nate. You know what? See, this fucking musical. I mean, what? Uh, oh no, bad musical. Is <laughs> making me soft. I play a freaking more bitch. You know what? I, I completely disagree with that. You all are this not love. soft. You are not soft. It's all this lovey-dovey sh- sh- stuff. Okay, I showed him a clip from Jim Henson's funeral of Big Bird singing It's Not Easy Being Green. I could not uh-huh. get past the fact that Big Bird was not green. And I could not handle it. And, he, and he just he just is like, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Why is this sad? I was I like, understand who Kermit was. is fucking Jim Henson. Jim Henson is Kermit. You can't. Yeah, like, like it's 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 so depressing. <laughs> I didn't wow. follow the Muppets. I grew up playing sports and having friends. Did you watch I Sesame did? Street? No. I played basketball, fool. What, what child didn't watch Sesame Street? My God, like it kind of wasn't Sesame Street. Matter of fact, that's where he's saying it's I, not easy being green. I think was on Sesame Street. Maybe that's why I'm autistic. I don't know. <laughs> it's not easy being green. <laughs> Actually, you do a better Kermit, don't you? I don't know. He just says, Come on, try it. I don't even know the words. It's just easy being green. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. Or you can do Rainbow Connection. Why why are there so many stars (laughs) about rainbows? What's on the other side? See, there you go. I don't know what that is. It's Kermit the Frog. Rainbows are. No, I know he's doing Kermit. Only. Well, what, only I, I, no, I know it because. Which he, kind of sounds like Ernie, actually. Hey, bro. I, okay. He hey, does Nathan, get a lot, sounds like Nathan. Ernie. Hey, Nick. Jim Henson is also Ernie. <laughs> 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 I'd like to live in the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hi there, bro. Visit the moon. That's bullwinkle. Uh, no, it's not. This is Bullwinkle. Don't you dare hi bust out my moon. I'd like to visit the moon. This is what hell's like. And then, uh, Rubber Ducky, you're the one. Oh, God. <laughs> Makes lifetime it. lots of fun. I just bought 50 pounds. <laughs> Rubber Ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. <laughs> and he also, he's like squeezing the duck. And, yeah. And it's like, you're a Muppet. AKA, you're a puppet. You're. Cloth and fabric, but you're taking a goddamn bath. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, I, I never. Gotta like, take a while to dry out. Yeah, like even when I was young, like that bothered me. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, it's a damn good song. <laughs> I agree. It is. Oh, but, but Nathan hates half the half the the Disney songs. Yeah. So I'm sorry that a I'm not a happy person and b <laughs> corny stuff makes me want to throw. How's up. it corny? How's and it corny? C- it- Guys, I'm so tired. Don't make me explain why I hate things. Okay, this is a show where you have to talk, Nathan. Yeah, it's a show it's about sort of, opinions. It's my opinion is I hate a lot of Disney crap because uh, no, I don't want to. Why, Nate? Come on. Uh, you know what? I lied. 
If I just agree, I don't have to explain it myself because I really don't want to. Because why can't you just explain? Just let me have my opinion tonight. Just let this be a night where it's okay to be naked. Let, 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 let me have an opinion of things. Let me be myself. Let me be myself. I can't Yay. take all that sweet crap. The sweet Every crap. Every other song is some woman who I swear is over the age of 75. And she's singing about whatever sweet crap she can. And it's all gummy bears and dewdrops and rainbows. Gummy bears weren't Disney. My yes, were they? Gummy bears <laughs> bouncing here and there and oh, everywhere. Like that That's from the Disney Afternoon. Oh. Rockapella doing the uh, uh, remake of it is really good. But I don't. I just don't like some of the. Di- no, something. A lot something of the villain songs. Compa- well, yeah, I really villains. do enjoy. Well, that's an yeah. I musical. Will, I will. I. Absolutely love this. I know you like Gaston. I love Gaston. I know you like Be Prepared. In a completely platonic way. Don't you like Be Prepared? Be Prepared prepared. is a fucking great song. And Nick ruined The Lion King. Apparently Scar is gay. I never picked up on that, but apparently Scar is a homo lover. Well, it's based after King Hamlet. And the Disney P apparently when they screened it, it, he was too creepy. Mm -hmm. And so during the animatic portion, they cut out where he hit on Nala. And then... And then... He was too gay. Like the whole part, and be prepared. I get it. Well, if you listen to the soundtrack, he has the part is like hyenas are so central, the crude yet unspeakably playing. That that made him seem even more gay than he was. That's why if you watch the movie, that sequence is cut out, mm. and you're just, cause it just starts the song. Because initially, he I remember what that was in in the normal theatrical cut for like the first two weeks, and then parents complain even though Mufasa died, and they show the body Mufasa, and all that Mufasa, stuff. Mufasa. Yeah. All you gotta do is hunk it down and scoot. But I digress. But yeah, like he was like I forget which one that you were listening. To. Like the Jungle Book, he hated God. everything in the Jungle Book. Like bare necessities, you assassins course. Okay, you know the only song I honestly and truly enjoy from that is the uh, I want to be like you. That is like um, it's. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like and it ends in like a little scoop. I wanna walk like you, talk like you. Can't you see it's true? Scoopity, an ape like me. Scoopadoopadoo. But I digress. So I like the music from Dumbo. Yes, he did like the music from Dumbo. And it's, oh, yeah? Yes. There, there's this. He. Re- <laughs> did you I never grew up thinking it was a stereotype. I just like the music. It's a big stereotype. No, I, I, I get it. There are black crows and black people singing it. Yeah, I had to sort of explain that to him. I get it. It's just... I've done seen if I ever seen if I seen an elephant fly. That was really bad. Um, don't turn it off. I'm not playing it. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't hear anything. Problem solved. <laughs> no, no. I started playing this yesterday, and he literally is like, "You need to turn it off, or I'm gonna start crying." And I was just like, "Really?" And so I right? and he like, "Wait, what song was that?" "Baby Mine" from Dumbo. <laughs> Are you serious? It. I love that. Song. I won't cry every time, but if I start thinking of why I like it, I almost start to tear up a little bit. It's a very powerful song. She's holding. Her, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Outside of prison, just rocking back and forth. That didn't have parents because they got divorced. It was horrible. 
Can you hear me? Like, yeah, we can hear you. Did you turn it off yet? <laughs> no, I started it back up. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay, fun. Nate. It's, it's off. It's okay. I have one song. That's, That's fine. My set. It's like I have my two Good for you, Nate. Nine to five <laughs> fried green tomatoes are my game movies. <laughs> Can't help it. Steel Magnolias. Yeah. Fuck, I got three. <laughs> I thought you said you hated Steel Magnolias. You never cried during Steel Magnolias. I've never cried during it, no. Oh. But he loves that movie. I just like the movie. I've never no, I've never cried during Steel Magnolias. It's hilarious when she dies. But it's just a good movie. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like the cast, the, the cast is really good. Well, yeah, like, you there isn't anybody that I that I'd omit, omit or bring back. You have Sally Field. Who sometimes when she gets angry, she sort of talks like this. Sorry. <laughs> you have Weezer. It's still on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm turning it off. It's off, Nate. Yeah, if you listen to the podcast, though, which luckily Nathan never does, that song will be playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> mm, oh, God, funny. that's funny. But, uh, so, so yeah, so Nathan, but no, I just thought that was funny. You're like, you're a softer guy, but, like, you know, like, you're, you're like, no, I'm showing him stuff, and he's just like, I don't get it. It's not, I, I'm not moved. At all, like that's but all. I I I will go as far to say as a musician. Oh my god! As a musician, I can appreciate the work that goes into creating the music. It's just not. I just don't like most of it. I would like our listeners to know that I let that go for a bit. That you let you mess musicians up. Because I, I mess up everything and you correct me on it right away. I correct your grammar and your syntax. I simply mispronounced a word. No, you correct me if I mispronounce a word as well. Like, I know, but I, was, I completely slurred music. I don't even think it came out as music. I think it came out like as muselix or something. I know. I'm just. I was. I was like to point out like nice. my my humbleness there in saying that I, I did not point that out right away. I, I waited yeah, a bit. That's because you're soft. I am soft. I'm like Disney shit. I do. I'm hey. I'm man enough to admit that man. That goddammit, they have some fucking good songs. I'm gonna throw that out there. Are you like jacking off over there? No. What the fuck are you doing? I don't know. I was trying to do something from Anchor. I think it's from Anchorman of Forty Old Virgin. I'm a man. It's Anchorman. It's Anchorman. Oh my god. Well, what we're going to do here, because... <laughs> what uh, are we going to do tonight? These clips are going to eat up a lot of time, so what we're going to go ahead and do is... Uh, and this is when I got on the conference call to interview Jason Gahn and Elijah Wood, the stars of Wilfred. Our question comes from Nick Arkandright from GBG. Uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to us, guys. Uh, my question revolves, I guess, uh, it's for both of you. Jason, with the original show, were there any rules that you had there, and when David Zuckerman is doing this show with you guys now. Do you guys uh, do you guys have a different set of rules with how everybody sees Wilfred, like how Ryan views people interacting with Wilfred, or how does that work? That's a really good question. Um, well, for a start, I had a rule in the strong version that I'm right until proven wrong, but in the American version, um, David's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I... I um, look, one thing I've always said with this Australian version, which I think is a similarity, is that, you know, we're all telling one joke um, and that it's important that everyone is on board with, understands the tone of the script and is all telling the same story and that we don't have any kind of renegade guest actors that are out trying to steal the show, steal the scene or do their own um, comedy stick. You know, you've got to try mm-hmm. to slot in 
because we were all telling the one joke and, and uh, as, as far as the comedy goes. And so I think that's that's fairly similar. I mean, there's it's this. I think this show is more um, is more social, like there's more social references than the Australian version, which is which was a, a different take to to personally where I where, where I, I took it. Um, but you know, I, I find it exciting and. Um, you know, it's, I like I like the fact that the show's taken on a life of its own. You know, it's funny. I was actually I had an interview the other day where I was asked, you know, how, how difficult it was to get through a scene, you know, uh, just without without busting into laughter. And the funny thing is, is I I think it was only what, like the day before the last day or the last day, Jason, where I, I totally lost it. But up until, up until then, I hadn't. Um, it was just that one line that you had that was <laughs> so. So weird and good, but what was it again? Uh, um, <laughs> I wasn't when you, when you said I wasn't finished, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it, it's not to say that that you know every day we were working on material that I found hilarious, but I think we were we were also the outlook, the atmosphere that was extremely fun and very funny. We were having a blast every day, but at the same time. You know, we we were also taking what we were doing seriously, and I think, you know, in the context of that work, we we kind of um, you know we sort of buckled down and and, and didn't let ourselves uh, lose it too much just to focus because we had so much to get through every day. I don't know. What do you think it is? Um, yes, yeah, I mean, for years people have said to me. I mean, I've done a lot of comedy back home, and uh, people have said to me, "Oh, I like this." How I uh, how I can keep a straight face, and I really rarely crack up, like really rarely. And but that's not to say that I'm not like having a ball. Like I don't know, it's just I'm I'm good at keeping a straight face. And and uh, Elijah seems to be the same. I mean, I'm probably cracked up once in the whole season as well. But but you know, when we'd be rehearsing the scenes, like when we we do table reads, and you know, we and then and then in rehearsal leading up to it, like. We laugh as hard as, as long as everyone else, but you know, by the time we're actually shooting, we, we kind of know that no joke. So it's, it's, yeah, we knuckle down and get it done because we have got such a tight schedule. So was it always your intention to be with the show, um, or was it all sort of a happy accident in terms of when the show was ported over? Or did you mean to start off as a writer, or how did that work? I came to America to try and um, sell some format rights to a couple of my shows. Like I, I really didn't come here as as an actor. Um, I came here as a producer and a creator, and I tried, you know, wanted to try and open, like, enter the market that way. And both, you know, now my who are my agents, ICM, and, and my managers, Jeff Quadnets, and David Prospect Park. You know, they everyone just said, "Look, you've got to be in this stuff. This is like." America's waiting for you here, like, you're, you're too good. And I'm like, I mean, when it came to Wilfred, I said, I mean, the truth is that the first thing was, well, when they said, we think we should play Wilfred again, I said, I'm not getting that fucking dog suit again. Like, I, I felt like Donna, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't a pleasurable thing to get in that suit. And then uh, they <laughs> just said, um, well, you know, the thing is, it's like, you're only going to get this chance once, and if you don't do it, then... Well, someone else is going to, and I thought, yeah, whatever, you know, like, but they'll never be as good as me type thing. And then I'm like, well, I said, who, 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 who are they talking about? He goes, well, you know, the, the, the name stack 
Alex Mackis has been mentioned. I said, I'll do it. I'll do it. If you can sell it, I'll do it. You know, because suddenly, for the first time, could imagine someone else in a dog suit being hilarious. And I just, I just went, look, if, if, if this show goes ahead, that I could sell it, which I didn't think they would, um, I'll be in it. And they sold it. And I was through to my work. I'm glad I did, by the way. You know, like, that would have been a crazy move if I hadn't, looking back, if I hadn't done it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my yeah, I mean, my experience with this is, you know, I was not, I was not aware before I read the pilot script. I was not aware of the Australian show. Um, but when I when I was sent the script, you know, it came attached with information about the original show, um, and uh, indicated that Jason, who had created the original show was involved in the creation of this incarnation as well as reprising as well as Wilfred. And for me immediately, even before reading the script, um, that gave me such confidence. It's so rare, I think, for, for a show to be adapted from a foreign country that actually includes its original creator. Um, I knew that it was immediately going to have a sense of integrity attached to it. Um, in, in whatever incarnation it was going to be uh, from 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 its origin, and then reading it and, and you know falling in love with the the, the pilot and um, you know from there I met with David Zuckerman who's our, our showrunner and and uh, and head writer and and he indicated for me where you know we we talked for about an hour and we just talked about the the, the possibilities for the show and where it was going to go from the pilot and, and all of these ideas that he had for the character of Ryan and for the relationship between him and Wilfred. And I just became more and more excited about it. I, I, I loved the pilot, but, but the world that opened up beyond that in, in talking with David was, was so exciting to me, particularly in that, you know, he, he, he was imagining and crafting a, a comedy show that had darkness to it, that had a cerebral aspect to it, that was not necessarily easy to peg and, you know, allowed us to explore um, quite a lot within the context of what could simply be described as a man and defending a man in the dog suit. Um, and it just, I, I don't know, the, the very notion of being a part of something like that was so exciting and, and interesting. So it just sort of, from there, I, I you know, it was a normal process, auditions, and then I met, um, I met Jason uh, in in that process, and we kind of immediately had a had a blast um, in in the in the room, and and the rest is sort of you know made it a billion. <laughs> is that the same question? I just disappeared for a while. Yeah, it was. I just I rambled on on. You really did because I was cut off for ages, and I like I went to the bathroom and made a protein shake and. Did you? And, and did, you yeah. did you have a cuddle? Did you have a cuddle? Did you have a cuddle with your kittens as well? <laughs> kittens and everything while you were just finished that. <laughs> Rambling on and on. <laughs> I'm glad I missed it. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our interview from our conference call with uh, Jason Gown and Elijah Wood, the stars of the new FX show Wilfred. Uh, up next, we now have a another clip uh, another, from another conference call. I got to ask uh, two questions to uh, Mr. Uh, Louis uh, or Louis C.K. Um, or as I made Nathan say incorrectly when we interviewed Mike Royce, C.K. Lewis. C.K. Lewis, which is not correct. It's not correct at all. 
But uh, I didn't bring that up, obviously. And uh, here's the clip from that. Your next question comes from Nick Argenbright with The Good, The Bad, and The Tiki Podcast. Please go ahead. Uh, hey, Louie, thanks for taking time to uh, speak with all of us. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, my question comes from, uh, I really like your show in, in that it has a lot of uh, pathos behind it. I mean, all good comedy should, but I mean, you really show the more human side of that, which I think sometimes uh, a lot of comedies, they go straight for the joke, and you go for the joke and a little bit more of the, of the humanity that goes along with that. What was your decision to to do that with Louie? Well, it all starts with the, with funny for me and uh i think things are funnier when you put them in context that feel more real more other um other things in them besides just the comedy in other words comedy that sort of lives in a petri dish well you know like comedy movies or sitcoms Mm -hmm. where everything that's being done is geared technically towards funny they can sort of make you laugh in a kind of physical way but when you're put in a story where you're really invested Mm-hmm. And what's happening emotionally and with your curiosity and suspense and all those other things that you can stimulate, then funny fires on more cylinders. It just it just makes more of you laugh. It makes you laugh in like in emotional relief or it makes you laugh with surprise, not just like, Wow, that was a well written joke but holy shit, that was so funny because of what happened before and because of that poor guy and all that stuff. When you did Lucky Louie with Mike Royce, um what did you learn from that that you applied to this, and why not go with the writing staff this time? Was it something that you learned from Lucky Louie that you didn't want to deal with, or was it just something you had a little bit more control in? What was the differences between in terms of learning experience? Well, um, Mike and I both learned a lot, I think, from that experience. Uh, you know, we didn't have any uh, um, structural demands from HBO. We had, a, we had a blank, you know, check as far as what we wanted to do with that show. And I think we did some really cool stuff. Um, but the room, the writer's room still has a tradition to it. And there is a tendency where writer's rooms go. Mm-hmm. that even though you're not being done, I, mean, I remember one saying to them, guys, we're on HBO, we don't have to do any of these things. Uh, it felt like we were still going down some traditional road. Um, so I, I also learned that when you have 12 people, you can, it, sometimes it can take twice as long to write something. Or because you have to often um, disprove 11 theories before you get to work with the one that you want. Um, so that can take up a lot of time. It's also very expensive to have a room full of writers. And, um, you know, I, I didn't really want to do again the thing of having the screen up on the in the conference room where the script is just there for anyone to take a shot at. I think... There's something to watching one person's narrative and dialogue, watching it spring from one person's head. It can go down some pretty startling roads. And if it gets corrected for structure and uh, other stuff by other brains, you end up with more of a collective. And it's just different. I mean, there's something great about doing things television that way. You, you, you. The, the other flip side of it is you've got twelve people pretending to be one brain. You've got like a twelve-brained brain, and there's a lot of power in that. Um, but I just chose this path this time. Thank you. Sure. All right, and that was our uh, 
that that was our little uh, interview and a conference call from uh, Louis C.K., which was pretty cool. He was actually very nice, and the thing got postponed once before, but then we got to do it again, and he, we still had audio problems, which I thought was sort of funny. Um, actually, I think that he was so sort of tired of the questions, and he was, like, fucking with us. He just kept hitting mute, so when people would ask him a question, there would just be dead silence, and, and people were like, hello, are you there? I think we lost Louis. And then, like, Louis, are you there? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was answering the question, but, uh, but oh, yeah, here's the answer. Yeah. And he just gives a real quick, like, two-word answer. So it's almost like he was fucking with us. I mean, uh, I don't know. He probably, I really don't think he was, but some sick part of me, because he's such a, a funny comedian, like, he, that, that was him trying to do that. I don't know. But, uh, but we're going to take a break, and then when we come back, it's going to be mailbag day. So uh, stay tuned right after this. I was so high, I did not recognize the fire burning in her eyes, the chaos that controlled my mind. Whispered goodbye, she got on a plane, never to return again, but always in my heart. my best to feed her appetite keep her coming every night so hard to keep her satisfied
you know what book I've not read in a while? What? Angels and Demons by Dan Brown. There's a few new ones I wouldn't mind having either. I'm busy a lot of the time too. Yeah, that's why I listen to audiobooks on my iPod Touch. It uh, helps me stay in touch with the books I want to read and allow me to, you know, fit in between the rest of my responsibilities. That's why for some of you listening to the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. I was able to sign up and get a free copy of one of my favorite books. Catch me if you can. Hey, do they have uh, Horton Here's a Who? Let me check. Yes, they do. So if you'd like to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky. What's that again for the free audiobook? Again, that's www.audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky for your free audiobook. All right, everybody, and we're back, and it only means one thing, and it means this. What is it? That was so funny. <laughs> Dog my cat. Nathan is so tired. He is literally out of it. That was that was that was great, Nathan. 
Um, we got a few backup of emails <sighs> and some tweets, and we're going to go through here um, and uh, uh, try to go through them here. So here we go. Uh, this one is from Jared, and uh, he goes... Uh, I thought you guys were watching the cuss words, but a past few apps and more slips, uh, a few more slip on through. Don't mind, but sometimes I listen with the kids. Thanks. P.S. We have a Warrior Dash here in Florida and wanted to know how did DJ Meat do. My friend did it and had problems getting over the bonfire that make you jump. Interested in knowing. I think we discussed that. Again, these are older emails, so these are a little backed up, but it's a few episodes ago. But did you have any other comments about the, about the Warrior Dash? Not that I can think of. Honestly, at least in Ohio, the bonfire, like, I'm not trying to say, like, I'm a, you know, in shape person to the warrior. point where I'm not, I'm not a warrior, I guess, but uh, I found the bo- the fire to be the easiest because it's maybe, like, not even a f- Well, when I, th- foot I, foot I think the, the reason why that is because. <laughs> like, you just, I mean, you just, you just jump through a flame. Well, I'm thinking, see, people that are, like, men and stuff. They have to worry about hairy legs. I'm gonna yeah. fucking punch you! I swear to God, if you even no, <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to even finish it. And uh, I don't even like you, don't even finish. Don't even finish. Don't even finish. Anyway, like I guess I guess if you're John and you're furry like a bear, you mean like this, like, maybe, like a man? <laughs> yeah, if you can see like hair. Most people who are athletic. <laughs> jump over fire and you don't really feel it but I guess if you're lazy and furry you could have a problem going over the fire yes John <laughs> no I found most all the other obstacles to be a lot worse now the, the 50 foot rope climb I, I wish it would have been a lot worse bit. is my mic up yeah yeah it's up but I don't Florida, I mean Florida could be a lot different I don't know I don't, I don't know if it's if each warrior dash is set up to like a certain guideline or they just do whatever they want I have no idea Mm. Okay, and in terms of the cuss words, we're slowly phasing out, bleeping them out. So, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck. Really sorry about that, but get used <laughs> to it, buddy. Um, by the way, daddy doesn't cuss, but fuck it anyway. We're really <laughs> sorry about that. Um, our next one is from Nancy, and she goes, uh, ran, <laughs> ran across the show as one of the podcasts and random Twitter uh, feed on Blueberry and wanted to thank you. So glad I could see men of a certain age. I'm a huge Bacula fan. I thought the show was canceled. Thank you. Um, not a problem. Um, a lot of people, we actually got another email of someone who said that, and I thought that was sad because it's, it's a good show. It's a great show. Um, the next email is from Rex, and this is in regards to the episode. The password is Susan, and he goes, "You guys what are slight- that? The password is Susan. I think it's one forty-two. Was I in that one? Yes, John. You've not missed an episode in a while. Didn't I have to miss one sometime? I- oh, I- the one with the Green Lantern. Yeah, I think that's the only. Well, no, you were for the first half. You just missed the interview. Oh, okay. Mm. What's the password to Susan one? Uh, the password is Susan is... Okay. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. I'm pulling an eight. Uh, no, no. Yeah, here, here's the... Because I actually listen. And no, no, no. J- John listens. That. Here's the thing. <laughs> We've done so many of these. They yeah. all do blur together. So, like, <laughs> there are literally... Well, I will check out my Good and Bad Geeky app. Which you can buy. That I have on my iPod. Good man. You could buy for $1.99 on the iTunes store. Or if you have an Android... 
You can buy it on the Android market. Oh, I got it. I have an Android and an iPad. I remember. Oh, In this episode, Nathan gets a new iPad and stops paying attention more than usual. John gives us some some happy but big news. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And then and uh, Nick goes on how he scammed a major department store. Right. Oh, maybe so, I shouldn't say it again. Aw. All right, so... And a, a discussion on pre-ejaculation? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, then I made the comment, the password is Susan. Oh, isn't that I funny? I gotcha. Okay, so Rex goes... Oh, yeah, I was here. In regards to that episode, <laughs> he goes... I, I completely remember. You guys are slaying me over here, but a few things with your most recent episodes... Yo Nitro, you were t- you were in one ep- you were telling a story about DJ Meat and you kept saying no one says something to him but you never say what it is that you say to him that stops him from hurting himself. What? I don't know. Um, and congrats to my main man John for knocking up his old lady. Okay. Peace. <laughs> Your lady's old. That's what it says. <laughs> And thanks, thank you, Rex. Rex. My main man, Rex. Doctor <laughs> up. up good. <laughs> Does Amanda listen to the show anymore? Probably not. Probably not. Then um, every now that she will. Okay. Do not let her listen to this episode. If it gets downloaded, she'll laugh about that. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, That's some women just you know. That's funny. And they're very hormonal. You don't want to be careful. She I, won't I care. Would, I, oh, good. <laughs> she knows. It's like, you knocked me up? What? No wonder. It's not a surprise to her anymore. Oh, this yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> pooping inside of me. <laughs> oh, wait. No wonder I have a strange craving for apple juice. Oh, Lord. You're not corns and glitter. <laughs> I hate that commercial. Uh, our, our, our next email. <laughs> By the way, Rex, I have no idea what you're talking about before. I'm really sorry. I, uh, maybe it's the episode. I'll have to listen back. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Rex. Uh, yeah, thanks, Rex. Scorpo, uh, which I think he's ran before, his subject is Thor! Question mark! Exclamation point! He goes. Thor? Thor? Really, Meat? I thought the film was fantastic. <laughs> well, I'll give you that the storyline is pretty predictable. Thor's journey of redemption. Thor himself knew that. That being said, it was very well made. Highly entertaining <laughs> with the right level wow. of tongue-in-cheek humor that you need for Norse gods invading Earth. want you guys to know that the interviews you've also been doing have been really good. I honestly forgot Mel in the certain age was on the air. Also, I dig your new site. Looks sharp. And that Green Lantern guy was cool. A good talk. But man, oh man, did the movie suck. That's what I hear. A lot of people don't like Green Lantern. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't good. What's that? Uh, well, actually, no, we didn't. So did we talk about it? We no. didn't talk about Green Lantern. Green Lantern I haven't seen it, so. I it's, haven't either. It's, yeah, I don't know if I want to. I'll, I'll just wait. I, I, I would wait. Uh, sincerely, as someone you know, I'll wait till I can get yeah. it for free and not pay money for it. Exactly. I want to see Harry Potter. Oh, I still haven't hey, seen the first one yet. So. Uh, Friday, Friday or the first part of the oh, the last. Yeah, I've seen the very first one. Friday at ten thirty a.m. If you'd like to go, we're going to see the IMAX. What's uh, the at Lennox? Let's see here. Deathly Hollows. What was before Deathly Hollows? Uh, Half Blood Prince, and then okay. before that was Order of the Phoenix. Okay, I I did see Half Blood Half Blood Prince. You've not seen that either. Or was it me? Did I? Did we talk about that? I thought you did. Not on the show, but 
just yeah, I, I, in our own conversations. Yeah, uh, the, the half outside of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I do talk to Nick other times than now. Exactly. I don't like to. <laughs> yeah, he he tries to avoid it at all costs. Um, actually, that's not true. Uh, uh, I felt really bad for you, Nathan, when you were trying to come see me in the hospital. Like he kept calling me. He's like, "I'm really sorry. I just no one tells me anything," and, which is true. <laughs> I found him there. No one does tell you anything. Yeah, no, no, yeah. That's so why I don't care. <laughs> he he tries. Care, something happens. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah. But no, Green Lantern was not, I, it was not good. And I, I really, like the whole movie is like Ryan Reynolds going, guys, you're finally going to see me do an awesome movie, right? Because I'm the Green Lantern. I'm going to yeah. get the ring here in a bit. Okay, I got the ring, but I can't be Green Lantern yet. Wait for it. Mm. Okay, now I'm Green Lantern. Really cool stuff is happening. Oh, but now I gotta go to Earth and do boring stuff because I'm not the Green Lantern. And then you do that for about a half hour. And poor Ryan Reynolds is just going, I swear to God, this movie gets better. Like he's tap dancing, acting his ass off. And then finally, the last 10 minutes, the big battle is awesome. Yeah. And you're just like, this not does a good movie make. You know, it, it's. It, I felt really bad for him. As you yourself made. Was like be presently aware then thereof. My grammar sucks. <laughs> exactly. So, Ergo, vis-a-vis. Vis-a-vis. Uh, what we have here for to today is... Uh, that's good, well, honey. So, email. All right, yeah. Thank you, Nathan. I will segue back. Uh, next one is from Jodo. Um, in the subject, he oh, says, I almost died. Yeah, right. Okay, truth time, dude. You never say how much you almost died. That doesn't make any sense. Very misleading. Still cracked me up, though. Well, I'm glad my death is humorous to you. <laughs> Let me say what? that. What? I don't know. He he doesn't think that you almost he died. He's talking about the anesthesia part. Oh, I. We'll, we'll get to that too. Oh, but God. okay, truth time, dude. You never say how you almost died. Very misleading. Still cracked me up though. Oh. Which oh, I thought I did. Okay. I don't. Maybe I didn't. I think I did skirt around it a bit. I don't know. That's true. I almost died. We all knew what we were talking. We about. We all knew what we were talking about. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I went in. Okay, well, let's get some prelim factories here, <laughs> or prelim uh, factors, I should factoids. say. Factoids. Factoids or factors. Factors that you know going into the surgery. It's factoids. No, it's factors. It's factoids. It's factors. Goddamn it! It's, it's not factoids. It's factors. <laughs> factoids. No, it's feet. Oh fuck you! Factoids. God damn it! There are, okay, Nathan. Yeah. There are a number of factors that you need to be aware of before you go and do something. There like are the many factoids would disprove your factors. No, fuck they're very factoids. You know what? You're just agitating me. Um, <laughs> no. You are. You are. You're doing it on purpose. I am. I don't really know where you are right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the the one of the things they tell you is that there is a very slim chance. There's like a point three to point five percent chance you're dead. Well, do do people even know what you were actually going in for? No. Okay. <laughs> Let's, I think that's what okay. we need to talk and about. If you want to talk about I it. I did. Well, no, okay. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I always feel self important Penis enlargement. I went for penis enlargement. It was a penis enlargement mishap. Sausage pork. Well, my dick is so big, I need to really email. just shrink it down a few sizes. And <laughs> what happened was in the midterm that... <laughs> it's like in Family Guy when... <laughs> do you remember that episode? When, uh... Oh, it's like Peter says... That's like when I had my, my uh, penis enlargement surgery or something. And then he, 
It goes back to the clip, and he basically ties his penis to a car bumper. Oh, oh cool. And then he goes, all right, Brian. And then Brian floors it in the car. He has a hernia. And pulls it, and, he, and you hear this, like, big rubber band, like, snapping noise. <laughs> and then next thing is Peter sitting on the couch, you know, his hands behind his head, like, oh, yeah. And he's got his big ball to his pants. And Brian's like, you know, that would never happen before. It never happened again in a million years. And Peter's like, don't need it to, Brian. Don't need it to. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got gastric bypass surgery. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got that done. And I also got my penis shortened because, again, giant cock. <laughs> and Legs of saw. I know, right? <laughs> it haunts your yeah, dreams. I have that problem. It haunts our dreams. Large penis. Large penis. And large, uh, <laughs> large peanuts, large peanuts. <laughs> so it's a big weight on my shoulders. Weight on my waist. I, it's I, it, it, it it's a lot of weight on my shoulders that I got to carry around. I know. Isn't it suck to have it such does. an enormous? Penis? I mean, it is yeah. a big weight on my shoulders. I do. Nice I literally to have to fling it over my shoulders shoulder and carry because it's so large. Okay, it's so it large. hurts my shoulders. I just like that I can scratch my knee without my hands. <laughs> There's the movie, uh, the specials, where it's like, uh, it's like you know how they have X Men, Avengers, or Justice League, and they're like considered uh-huh. the top tier superheroes. It's like, what if there was a seventh tier superhero? Aka, they're not popular. No one barely calls them, and someone's doing like the Office, like a mockumentary documentary about them. Okay. And Rob Lowe's in it, and he he's doing like the one on one interview, and he's like, yeah, we used to have a guy. Uh, on our team, he had a flexible skin, and his th- power was he had a little like diamond on this on his on you know where like the Superman S is on the square of his chest, and the skin would come out, and he would use that to wrap it around. And what the only problem is people don't really know is, and a lot of girls didn't know this either. Um, his wife died of a heart attack before because a lot of those people get cancer easily, so he died too. But uh, that was his scrotum. That's the only part of him that could really move. <laughs> and so when he's doing stuff, he's t- saving them with their scrotum. Okay. Anyway, uh, I, I just thought that, that cracked me up. And then he's like, yeah, and then he died of cancer because <laughs> they all die of cancer. And I'm just like, Jesus. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I came out, things were great. And then uh, my, my, my heart rate went up from 78 to 89. Right. And it went up to 150. And the whole time, I'm on morphine going, I feel fine. My weird. I feel fine. And, my, of course, my penis is bulging because it, it demands <laughs> pussy. Uh, <laughs> well. Well. Oh, man. No, uh, not really. I um, bringing that. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I rewind uh, and go to the past uh, and say, old Nate. Yeah, don't, say, don't bring that up. Past Nate. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, and then they said, well, we're going to operate again, and the whole time I'm going like, okay, here's what it is. I was told that I was so out of it that I just kept saying that, but my thing is, it's like, if someone, or people, 20 people are around you going, shit's going wrong, and you go, no. I feel fine, like, but no one addresses you. Mm-hmm. They address everybody else. They're not talking to you. What's you're your, wrong. and you're high, you're to wrong. be fair, what's your natural you're response? Wrong. You're well, because remember, you were under anesthesia, so you were, you were dead. You know, that is true. I already did die once. So, really, I died twice by Nathan's standards. Because last episode... <laughs> let, and let's check the Facebook poll on this, too. Well, what's the... Oh, okay. Is that what we were getting to? Yeah, because... Oh, I'm sure I will. This will tie into this. We'll, we'll make it... We'll okay. tie into this. 
We last episode we had a poll, which is how many <laughs> oh, people, like if uh, true or false. Sure when you go under anesthesia, oh, yeah. medically it means you're dead. One person said true. <laughs> Yay! And we have a comment. Was that me? And the comment is from James Daly. Nathan, you think you're dead just by being drugged to sleep? <laughs> and nine other people said false. You are not dead. So well, there's only one smart person. Who was it? It wasn't you. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, someone believe me. So anyway, was it you, John? I didn't vote. <laughs> yeah, John didn't. I vote. voted in person. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like it's pretty, it's pretty self-evident. So you really, know? it was twelve people that got it that exactly. voted true or tr- voted false, I guess. Right. Because. Unless you voted on Facebook. So, by Nathan's standards, I died twice because they had to put me under a second time, and then I came out fine. And that's pretty much the gist of it. (laughs) That's really it. But, uh, yeah, apparently I was pretty bad. So, anyway. Uh... We have one more email, then we have Twitter. Again, we have a lot of stuff backed up. And this one's from Wilbur. He's written the show before. And Wilbur says he has a lot to say. All right. Wilbur, you always have a lot to say, but we're, we're cool with that. Nervous. Hey, guys. Been a while. Hope all is good. Been listening, and I'm reeling with laughter here. It's some good well. stuff. I wanted you to know a few thoughts on the past few episodes since I've been busy and not had time to write in. Here we go, and in no particular order. You know, right? I really enjoyed <laughs> the new segment. I hope it sticks around. My question for you and Jerome is this. You guys seem to be very pleased with the killing, but what do you think of it now? I was a fan halfway through and then teetered out. But I went back and watched the finale, and man, I was let down. You know what? We'll save that for our next segment with Jerome or Jimmy. We'll save that for then. Um, so, Wilbur, just patience on that, my friend. Um, and then he goes, congrats to John. Sincerely, I'm happy for you. Yay. Which is regards to the baby, Thank you. I think. Way to knock her up. See, I consider Wilbur more of a main man than Rex. Why? <laughs> <laughs> He's telling it as it is. Got knocked up. You got like, way to knock her up. Hey, bingo, bingo. Well, here you go. Uh, and then he goes, uh, meet buddy, you need to get in a second opinion. A family member didn't get one and ended up hurting them in the long run. My prayers and thoughts are with you. Because remember, second Nathan was opinion. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. Uh, I still got it. That's not good, Nathan. You, your, need, you need to get your a second chest opinion. pain or whatever? Oh, yeah, it's are you basically pleurisy. What? Are you still doing P90X or whatever? Right? No, no, Does down. it hurt? No. No. <laughs> you, you, wait a minute he said no and then he goes oh, wait yes <laughs> so did it, you said it did hurt or no it, it did Nathan's lying I'm not um, uh, and then he goes this is my sleepy face <clears throat> alright and then we just answered this he's like Nick buddy you never do tell us how you almost died and while the episode was funny I was getting some very sincere undertones my prayers and thoughts with you thank you Wilbur oh, it's such a bummer I see, I, I wish I never brought it up sometimes. I feel very self-conscious about it. What can you do? I would be self-conscious about it. Well, I, I don't know. I just don't like talking about it. But it's a show where you talk about stuff. Yeah. I know. So, and he goes, and finally, um, which is this other, t- this is the third, I think the third one we've got on this. Uh, you guys have been improving with your interviews. Each one has gotten better and better and better and better. That's a lot of better, so that's good. We've done a lot of interviews. We have. And uh, it's now some of the best parts of the entire show, which, thanks. So, yay. yay. 
Um, so that was our mail sex emails, and then uh, we've got a few Twitters. Tweet bag day. Tweet bag Tweet bag day. Tweet sack. Tweet tweet sack. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I like it. Um, in regards it's to a discussion, tweet sack evening. <laughs> in regards to a tweet a- sack day. Tweet sack day. Hi everybody, <laughs> it's tweet sack day. Uh, in regards to the discussion I was having with Bill Murray... Next to be voicemail duffel bag. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I'm done. With, uh, <laughs> uh, with, with uh, Bill Lawrence about... about Did Bill, you Bill Murray? Murray? Oh. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, about, I saw that. About okay. Bill Murray movies. Josh mostly responded to both of us in saying, Solid picks. I love Ghostbusters. What about oh, yeah. Bob? And so is Lost in Translation, Rushmore, and Scrooge. Hmm. And we were talking, the conversation was, what are your top two Bill Murray movies? And apparently Bill Lawrence said, Ghostbusters is not in his top two. And right. that to me... Did just, he ever tell you what... He never, I, he, I, I saw, I ended up rereading over, because I saw he was talking to other people oh, okay. um, that, you know, I don't follow, so I don't see it. But he Can mentioned Groundhog it? Day is his one. Oh, That's okay. a good one. And it is a good movie. Um, but I don't know, like, I just Ghostbusters to me just... Like almost now, is that line. Ghostbusters one and two combined? No, just one. Okay. One. That's the thing. Two is not as funny as one, but it, it has some good lines. It has some good lines. It does. It's just not as good as as one. I'm just kind of making noise over here. <laughs> I know. I don't really know if I'm reflecting. What? What are you fucking talking? <laughs> <about>? <laughs> in regards to discussing, who is that? What? I don't know what that is. <laughs> you! That's not what I sound like. That's what you just sounded like. <laughs> oh my god. I In regards to discussing the three Caballeros ride at Disney World in Orlando, Florida, JT Shea writes, would rather ride the three amigos ride instead. Would you like to kiss me on the veranda? The lips would be fine. <laughs> oh, I love the three amigos. That's a, it's a great movie. Um, that would be a great uh, play. It would be a great play. Or musical. And uh, Austin wrote in... Oh, there's music. ...saying, listening to the podcast at work again, and I have to turn it off. I was laughing out loud. We need the Lemon Pledge. We need the Lemon Pledge. Austin called me and... Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Somebody awesome. in his cubicle next to him said, asked him what he was laughing at. <laughs> My Austin, <laughs> next time, don't hesitate to just say, hey, I'm listening to this awesome podcast. Yeah. We've got a phone number. Yeah, we have a phone number you can and call us. And a website. And a website, gbgpodcast.com, 614-364-4088, Twitter, Good Bad Geeky, and we'll, we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. Uh, uh, PJ wrote in saying, um, I hope you guys don't plan to slack off on the podcast. I mean, come on, let's get back on the horse. Apparently, that was after the whole... Scare where he almost died, and the next day we did a podcast. And well, we, we stayed on schedule, we did we stay did. on schedule. Watch. John and I are like, Well, I don't know if we're gonna do it. And I said, I'd find out, and then and we, we did it. We did it, yeah. Everyone was like, When I, I did text everybody, they're like, are you, sh- are, you, are you okay to do one? I'm like, yeah. Sure. Uh, what I do remember when I was up here doing it though, half the time I'm, I was going. God, my stomach hurts. <laughs> like it hurts. Feel like because I, because I not, I had not really <laughs> sat down in the computer chair. Yeah. For more than like two minutes, the entire time I've been home, and I've been home for like two days. So like it was just like yeah, it was a complete like. But yeah. it was good though because then I got used to sitting here, and then I got used to doing other things. So mm-hmm. it's all part of the plan. Uh, 
And then uh, in regard, okay, and then we put a, I got really stoic right before surgery because I'm a fucking stoic motherfucker. <laughs> and I brood. And I put out there, if you could watch one last film, one more film before you, like, you know you're going to die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Sure, girls. That would be your last movie that you would ever watch, ever. <laughs> no. Well, what would it be, Nathan? I don't have one. Dumbo? Impossible. No, it would be Dumbo. No. It would be Dumbo. It would not be Dumbo. You would Dumbo. get one cry, one good cry off. It would probably... Uh, Sandlot? The Sandlot? You would watch The Sandlot before you go? I might watch The Sandlot. Maybe The Bad News Bears. Which one? The new one or the old one? The first one. Okay. That's a good choice. Uh, maybe Beauty and the Beast. What? Yeah, as old as time. It's a pretty movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, maybe nine to five. I don't know. Do I have to watch? Are you, going to, are you going to Gay Heaven? Hell's <laughs> <laughs> Gay Heaven. Where you're going? Is that where you'll be going to? Oh We're best God. friends, damn it. We stick together. That is so funny. Not can I have? Can I have like movies? Can I take like ten minutes from each movie? What's that? Can I take ten minutes from each movie and just have one mega movie? No, I you can skip. only choose one movie. Right, skip me. Um, I, I don't know. See, that's a, it's a good question. Right? I would need time to think of that. I see. I would need more run. than a day to figure out. Illegal run. I'd die before I decide. Probably. I'd die. Just take me. <laughs> well, I well, got it. Oh fuck, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I have nine seconds. Well. So I put that out there, and some of our Twitter respond, uh, Twitter followers responded. Gabriel says, "I have an odd attachment to the movie Gross Point Blank, so that would be my choice. Okay. And that's a good movie. Yeah. And if I had it, I I I would greatly consider that. Um, Leah notes with her probably Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell one of my favorite movies and fitting for the last day scenario which that is fitting that's a little bit too on the nose yeah so that would be I mean I know it's fitting in that regard but it's almost that's too fitting movie. in on it's a fantastic movie Harold Crick exactly and Will Ferrell is fucking good in it mm-hmm. Dustin Hoffman even Queen Latifah's good and she's barely in the movie that's the how good it is the movie Okay. What? Queen Latifah is a rapper who's now an actress who's done the about 90, probably about 30 films and tons of TV shows. She's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but all her movies are for black people. <laughs> no, not all of them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She did Ice Age, for God's sake. She's the female mammoth. Mm-hmm. That anyway. fits her. She did Hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Sorry. Wow. I don't base anything oh, off of this. Oh my god. Seriously, my head is full of useless wow. lines and wow. banter and well, music that's really. I watched awesome. one movie, one last movie before I went in, and that uh-huh. was the movie. I, it didn't, I didn't mean for it to. I actually planned to watch it and then watch the last movie, which would be Almost <laughs> Famous, and I didn't watch it. Mm. I watched Ratatouille. <laughs> and that was my last movie. And I bawled like a little girl, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> and that was that was all I remember. And then the next day, I don't know. I'd probably have to pick like a. It would either be a really like stupid comedy. Was Anchorman before you die? Probably like Anchorman, or I'm a big fan of Dumb and Dumber. I love Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Where are the chances we of got, a guy uh, like you and a girl like me ever getting together? We got. I no. see about our pants are falling off. <laughs> Nice or or it'd nice. be like a classic action movie, like 
Oh, Fugitive or something. Fugitive is fucking good. That's a great movie. It looks like a disco. You know, you know, if it wasn't a if it wasn't a movie, I would probably watch Futurama. Mm-hmm. That or one of the Indiana Jones movies. I'd watch. Last Crusade. I watched The Simpsons. So, you know, Simpsons is okay for me. I'm to the point now Maybe. where past, uh, I, I don't know. Like, as a guy who owns like the first like nine seasons. Uh, I don't when I watch that show I don't watch the show anymore I just listen to the commentaries because they're mm-hmm. actually more entertaining to me than the show is now mm-hmm. I don't know why it just is like Futurama I can watch the show and die laughing and it moves me to Bob the Burgers is pretty good Bob the Burger Bob, I said Bob's Burgers <laughs> I believe you said Bob the Burgers <laughs> No, I said Bob's Burgers. I heard it too. You said Bob's the Burgers. Said, Bob's Burgers. But you know what? Bob's the Burgers. You know what? Only editing will tell. I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to argue. I know you're not. I just know what I said. And you, what you said was Bob's I know what I said. I said what I do. I don't know what I, mean. I said Bob's Burgers. So, yeah, so that was our Twitters, that was our emails. If you'd like to uh, tweet us, good, bad, geeky, John Batine, mm-hmm. B-E-T-T-I-N, and we'll Giant Nate. <laughs> we'll put it in our tweet sack. We'll put it in our tweet sack, yeah, and we'll let it roll around there a bit and gestate. The larger the sack, the better. Our tweet sack will explode with your tweets uh-huh. all over with your tweets. All all your face. and all, all over your, your face. face. Take it. <laughs> Take our tweet juice. Oh my god. Oh jeez. Take our twum. Take our twum. I'm so sorry. Take our tweet. Oh god. Oh man. Take our tweet. Now. Oh god. (laughs) What if you like are typing a tweet and you send it in the middle of your tweet? Would that be a a pre? Premature (laughs) tweetulation. Well, I mean, you can. uh, Premature tweetulation. I get it. Well, I mean, you can. Oh, I get that. I'm gonna need to go. See, through. I was taking it as a serious question, and I was just like, "Oh wait, he's making see, it you joke. can delete it, and then you can go back and retype." Or you it. can just like, you know, or... just keep finishing your goddamn question, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh wait, he's making a joke." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 there's been a lot of uh, twum everywhere, and I'm just a little excited by that <laughs> in a gay way. Yeah. Uh, oh, you gotta give me eleven, and you gotta give me some. <laughs> what the fuck? So anyway, you just went to a different song. I don't know what song you were doing. I, I, apparently, because you're not doing the right song. No, I did. Then he went to Final Countdown. I know, right? So, voicemail six one four three six four four zero eight eight. Goodbaggeeky at gmail.com. I always enjoy that. Uh, buy our GBG app for $1.99. You get some cool extras, especially with the shows where you have to stretch out my muscles for, him for sitting like down that. for. I gotta practice my foul shots, kiss coach. Has me practice them during practice. I just did the complete I gotta practice it for next practice. I gotta practice for next practice. I gotta watch the band from my seat because I'm not allowed to play. Sorry, Nick, go ahead. Yeah, let me do redo the entire outro again. <laughs> were we done? We were, but they, they, they were not going to be able to hear any of that. Bye, everybody. <laughs> 614-364-4088. Goodbaggeeky at gmail.com. Buy our GBG app for $1.99. Especially with the episodes where we interview people. Uh, this episode, not, not like a little bit, but like for a full episode interview. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check out transcripts and other little deleted sequences and whatnot. And uh, that's all done on nine for Android or uh, iPod users. 
And or an iPad. Or iPad, yes. Or Apple. Or it's general <laughs> Apple. Uh, <laughs> is there anything else we need? Anything on Twitter, Good on. Bad Geeky. Oh, gbgpodcast.com is our main GBG website. Yeah. You can read articles there mm-hmm. that I write uh, for TV reviews and then or other little my reviews for other stuff, movies and whatnot. So mm-hmm. that's Just send it. me a message about what's going on in your life. Yeah, uh, Giant Nate on Twitter. I care. But be careful that if you respond to him and he, tr- he responds back and you're like having a conversation but then he just stops responding <laughs> and you check your Twitter feed, make sure that he doesn't just write a general response out to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't do it too often anymore, but he, he will occasionally do it still. Every now and then you get a tweet from Giant Nate that just said, yes. <laughs> yes, and you're just like, what the hell? And so then like you you click on like the, the conversation to follow where the conversation is. Yes! And, like, he just typed yes. And so yeah. like you have no idea what he's talking yes to. <laughs> so that was oh, our show. I think people should write in, yes. name one song that makes you cry. Name one song. If you, you have we'll, one we'll song make that, that the Facebook you cry, because you can you add mean? results into. We'll do that on the Facebook. So mine poll. is "Baby of Mine" from Dumbo. Okay, everybody's well, got to have one. You know what? That is freaking insanely genius, Nathan. Nathan, like, how did you just come up with that? I, I need to know. Well, you made fun of me for five minutes. I. And you made fun I of me didn't for mean to. yesterday. <laughs> Driving home, just like. <laughs> 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 so, I'm gonna be driving next to him on the freeway, and his windows are gonna be all fogged up because he's gonna be crying. It's like, I'm kidding, Nate. Everybody has to have one song that makes them. I can't think crap. of one right now, but I'm sure there is. There, one. Is, there I, I mean, if if I'm in the right mood, yeah, a song mm-hmm. can really. Uh, Make you it could just be. I mean, I'm a I'm a composer. I'm a musician. It just speaks to me. Nothing yeah, wrong with that, man. <clears throat> I don't know. I'd probably have to think of like a movie or something, and then the song that's playing. Playing in the movie. I think it's just her long trunk, and it's oh. just cradling her baby. My, mine would be Rainbow Connection. And I the, can tell you right now that that's mine. And the baby's crying. I don't know if. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think I have a song that. I could say that, and that's for not. If I just hear it, I start crying, or oh, you no, know, no, that, that, no, you know what I mean. That there's, I don't know. I, it has to be probably along with. Yeah, well, my my, my grandmother right before she went under. The I always cry when I watch I Am Sam. Uh, who the hell cries around a movie? It's a Weird. fucking good movie, and yeah, it's sad. Moulin Rouge is a fucking sad movie. I can't remember. I'm trying to think of a song in I Am Sam. I don't cry during movies. Oh my god, it's like. Two of us. And yeah. It's all Beale songs. So yeah. yeah I'm trying to think uh, what scene yeah. or whatever. I don't know. Right. Well, anyway, so yeah, check out our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash GBG podcast, and there will be a poll on there where you can add what song makes you cry, and we'll talk about your answers on the next episode, episode 148. Mm-hmm. So see you next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Adios. We're having a good time until you start up, cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place! What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what the song is that?